Okay, so all right. Uh, first ever album review, and of course, it's a Weezer album. Um, mm -hmm. This is number fifteen, uh, Van Weezer, and uh, what the fans are calling uh, the Purple album. Alternate titles uh, include Jared, uh, Pump It Up, Pump It Up Into Me, Please, Daddy. Uh, oh That's no. my favorite one. Oh. Uh, but yeah. It, I, I watched both the reviews. Did you watch both the reviews? Uh, Fantano and uh, Johnny? No, I, I didn't watch any reviews. So I'm going off of my like my own opinion in this. I don't know. It might be like I, I hate a song and it's like an absolute banger for everyone else. But mm -hmm. yeah. we'll see. I mean, I can definitely comment to that. Uh, mm -hmm. Reception has been fun, interesting as uh, any Weezer album rollout is usually. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so let's start track by track. Okay, let's do it. Off. Okay, cool. So first, Hero. What did you think about Hero? Uh, the the cut on the album apparently is a bit uh, different. I don't know if you noticed any anything different, but uh, uh, really? oh. I don't know. Fantino said that uh, that some there was some pre post production or something. I don't know. They changed it a bit. The mix mm -hmm. is a bit different. Uh, I didn't listen to the pre-release version uh, enough to be able to spot such a difference. It wasn't exactly my favorite uh, favorite cut uh, from mm -hmm. uh, the pre-release ones. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan. It was, wasn't was a bad song. It was a good song, but uh, Weezer standards, I wasn't really blown away. I was like, okay, it's uh, it's a single from the new album. It's not bad. Uh, <laughs> nice. I mean, okay. I, I don't hate the sound. And... Uh, Apparently, the piano version is really good. I mean, everyone, you ask anyone, they say the same things. Like, album, album version is fine. Pre-release version is fine. But the piano version is like the best iteration. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I, for, for, me, for me, also the same thing. Like, um, it's not the best song in the album for me. But um, I, still, I still really like that song. Because, you know, um, when that... So this is the single. This was the first single, right? That this is what got me excited for this album. This wasn't and... their first single. End of the game was their first single. Oh, end of the game. Okay, cool. Either way, like both both those singles uh, got me really call, excited. So they had uh, they announced the Hella Mega Tour with End of the Game. Mm -hmm. oh, all three yeah, bands, yeah, uh, Green Day, uh, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer, they all released uh, a single. Uh, Fall Out Boy for a second greatest hits album. Which was mm -hmm. uh, very underwhelming. Uh, Green Day released. Uh, was it Father of All Motherfuckers? Yeah, uh, I think I believe so. They, yeah, yeah, they received. Yeah. They released the whole album, right? Or was, no, was it just they didn't the... re... no, they didn't release the whole album. That's crazy. No? Oh, they just singles, the... okay. They released Father of All. Uh... Sorry, did I say okay? It's Father of All Motherfuckers is the album. I forget the song's name. Uh, they released the lead single from that album, which uh, mm -hmm. again, very polarizing. Actually, polarizing is putting it generously. I think uh, the public reception was uh, decidedly uh, negative. Uh, everyone thought it was objectively bad mm -hmm. and a very odd uh, choice. But yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, both of us found a way to enjoy that album, but I doubt <laughs> yeah, I doubt you've come back That's to right. it. I, I, I certainly haven't, not that much. No. Uh, yeah, me neither. At least yeah, not the whole album. Like some, some songs here and there, but yeah, definitely not yeah. the whole album. And surprisingly enough, from uh, the three Green Day, Fallout Boy, uh, Weezer was the one with uh, the single that was objectively good. Like everyone good, was yeah. shocked, and mm. and it's funny because Weezer is one of the most polarizing, inconsistent bands out there. And <laughs> for them to outdo yeah. Fallout Boy and Green Day is it was very interesting and very 
uh, it was a bit weird and funny to see but uh, yeah so i mean uh, their album had the most hype uh, mm-hmm. just off of the lead single and i mean mm-hmm. followed by was releasing greatest hits album so uh, i i wonder really why they're so polarizing i mean i'm looking at one more hit and i wonder hmm Yeah yeah we will get to one more hit but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. so com- coming game. back to hero of course yeah. um yeah i i really like that song and i really liked uh, the the video as well like how they are passing on uh yeah that was really during covid message yeah that was yeah. during covid and during you know COVID. when that was like right in the thick of it yeah exactly it's and been that, a that's year. exactly dude i mean and that's like that video right like it was really good like you know it was kind of uh, heartwarming in a sense because uh, obviously rivers cuomo i really love uh, rivers cuomo singing and you know of course i love these you don't have to say his whole name every time you mention him rivers i love rivers is singing <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah um and the video was also really good and yeah just a really good a... single a catchy song yep very catchy yeah second single of I the think, album i think i think that's that's like at this point very redundant to talk about visa right like it, they're catchy i mean that's, of course yeah, that's the bare minimum cuz like yeah i mean <laughs> like, that that is reverse cuomo he yeah uh, he's obsessed with uh, pop melodies i mean mm-hmm. i you know right i've told you this before he he yeah. has an excel sheet of different syllables and yeah. then how he would like he gets very methodical and systematic about creating the most poppy sound he can and that's how he manages to put out whatever he does but uh, let's not waste too much time on yep. uh, the first track let's move on to the second track at least on spotify which is uh, all the good ones on apple music and spotify since only one and three are switched so okay uh yeah all the good ones um this one i feel like i haven't really uh listened to it enough considering how good it is it's a very good song very upbeat start uh, yeah i kind of glossed over it because i was uh, i was excited to hear uh, beginning of the end the cut that was on this album and mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to that but uh, yeah i haven't listened to the song enough but i can say that i love the song it is a very yeah. catchy upbeat uh, anthemic uh, faithful to the 80s uh, yep so so good like yeah. and the chorus is so explosive i love it dude like and yeah. it's it's obviously kind of a um is it a sad song i don't know but it's still like, kind why, why would it be a sad song no he's he's saying all the good girls are gone i mean isn't that yeah, it's just of... is uh, it's just like complaining but doesn't yeah. have to be sad you know maybe yeah. just a rant that, that's what uh, that's what i was thinking but yeah. a rant doesn't have to be sad so Yeah but it's still it's still different from what it's trying to sound like you know so that's what i love about that song like um, and mm. i am not too sure about the verses though like na na it's na 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 <laughs> i'm not i'm not too sure about that melody but i love the chorus i, I mean, absolutely adore yeah it. the album does have its missteps i guess this is one of them i don't really i don't really know about that one but uh, It's very similar to Beverly Hills, uh, mm, the yeah. lead single off of uh, Make Believe, uh, mm. which was also which was actually a very polarizing album. Uh, I think it's it's where they started to really really uh, piss fans off uh, in two thousand five, about sixteen years ago. And it's it also sounds like uh, a a more recent a song from a more recent album. Uh, it was uh, feels like summer from. Uh, Pacific Daydream 2017 mm-hmm. Pacific Daydream you know it's like 
It feels like some the BPMs are very similar and the rhythm mm-hmm. and the flow of the song yeah. very similar. But then obviously I I I would say all all the good ones is like the superior of the lot. The superior, yeah, that's that's true. Um, I also was trying to like remember what melody this song is from. But yeah, now that you say Be- Beverly Hills, yeah, now I remember. Like, okay, that makes a lot of sense because I was trying to you know point at which the like the song that is similar to this. But yeah, Beverly Hills. Yep, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and then we have number three, uh, which is the end of the game, the uh, lead single lead of single. Uh, the album, and the first taste that we got of the album, which uh, I think it most perfectly uh, captures what is advertised on the cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you look at the cover, this is what at the end of the game is what you hear. And it's perfectly, perfectly captures that, you know, just the, the building up of the uh, electric Chorus, guitars yeah. and it's just bombastic, uh, big, grand, loud uh, energy yeah. of the 80s. And, and anthemic, would it be um, anthemic or arena? Like, because both, the song, both, both, right? Yeah, it's both. That's what I was thinking. It's yeah. both. It's, it's so good. It was so good, uh, which was surprising. Uh, actually, I don't know. I mean. Surprising that the surprising that they were the ones uh, to be the good one out of uh, Fallout Boy and Green Day with their releases all, but uh, I don't know. I was proud. I was proud to be a Weezer fan that day. Uh, I was like, yes, Weezer, you know, because I mean, sure, I love Green Day and Fallout Boy, but like mm-hmm. when uh, when Weezer outshines these two acts, like <laughs> people are really gonna people are really gonna take notice, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what happened. And eyes were on them and uh, hero was again not not a bad one we already talked about that yeah but yeah this song really took away the cake it really set the hype that poster is there's there's been enough jokes about the poster uh, <laughs> and how cringy it is how cringy the title is but uh, the song is at least faithful to the poster and it perfectly sets uh, the theme of the 80s and what to expect from yeah. the album which it mostly delivers for me, at least, I would say um, it's between all the good ones and end of the game as the best uh, tracks on this album. Um, I know it's very hard to decide, but you know, just just off of my opinion, just off of how how much ever I've heard this album, um, I found myself you know singing or humming to both these tracks way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, the 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 solo on this one or the guitar lick. That is uh, uh, at the bridge. So good. I it's... mean, it's it's a guitar-driven album. So like, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't point pinpoint any particular uh, riff oh, yeah. and be like, you know, that that is what I love because this mm. is just guitars throughout, and it's such guitars a, throughout. Yeah, that's such true. A, yeah. Such a huge difference from uh, the last album, which is came out only months ago. Okay, human, which had no mm-hmm. guitars on it, no electric guitars, okay. and so that was an orchestral string-based album, and then this is. This is the this is huge uh, electric guitar sound of the eighties. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like the at least the the solo or the lick, the bridge of this song is like really hard to do. You know, like you you have to be like literally. Um, so there's a technique, I believe it's finger. It's finger something. Anyway, finger <laughs> I can't picking? remember. Uh, yeah, kind of finger picking, but you're you're doing it at the fret on the fretboard of the guitar. So that uh, that's why that's why you get that tempo and you get that you know really quick um, transitions from notes to notes. So yeah, that that's what I love. You know, like and 
I don't know. It's maybe it's because I haven't learned it yet, and I want to learn it. That's why I find it fascinating. That oh, okay, you know, they pulled it off so well. Um, but yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's yeah, it's easy to forget uh, given how how much of a meme material band Weezer is, and how many jokes we make and stuff. It's mm. easy to forget that uh, they are. I mean, like even Fantano recognizes them as a legendary rock band from uh, the nineties. I mean, Rivers can shred, Brian can shred. They're just the masters of uh, yep. their craft, and uh, I mean, even after all the jokes, you can't forget that when uh, you have moments like these, and you kind of remi- remember, like, yeah, okay, uh, we can make all the jokes. I'm sure they are polarizing band, but they're dis- they're polarizing because they choose to be, they choose to do what they want when they want to really, you know, put something out there that we yeah. would enjoy, particularly like they always succeed with. The white album with Ubate with uh, Maladroit, I think personally, I mean that one's not as popular with the fan base. It's, it's a mm-hmm. bit more polarizing, but uh, objectively good, I think mostly. Uh, and then the uh, green album, less said about that, but the better. It's not terrible, but uh, it's, yeah. it's it's a whole that's a whole other conversation we don't have the time for. And the mm-hmm. blue blue album, yeah, I think Pinkerton's the only one that where they try to sound good and. Uh, uh, people didn't appreciate it, uh, but other than that, so... yeah, most of yeah. the times, like they are very talented and they know how to make good music, good rock music. Yeah. So yeah, um, at least uh, I mean, of course, some people would still cringe because they're the hardcore Weezer fans and they're like, no, we want something better from Weezer. But they've been doing it for what, like forty, thirty, twenty, thirty years. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Uh, blue dropped in 94 so we're almost closing yep. on 30 years 30 years yeah so decades. i mean you have to try some things right <laughs> at, yeah, at I mean, that it, point at, at some point i mean it stops being about the money once you make them yeah you know, once you get successful after that it's just about why you got into it it's for the craft for the art for uh, yourself for your own so you're not doing what you want what's the point at least yeah and, from an and it's amazing how they can just take like two completely different concepts like van weezer and okay human and then they may they could make such a good like in in, in the span of what like two years or three i don't know yeah, how long I they've been the recording timeline it. is a little hazy these these yeah. albums came out uh, within four to five months of each other but mm. uh, they were supposed to come out in separate years and it's easy to forget that because right now it just feels like they dropped one and then now they've dropped another and uh yeah, I mean, okay, human. But would, would, I think... you still, would you still reckon that obviously? Um, so even if Van Weezer came out in uh, May 2020 and Okay Human came out in 2021, I would still say that is a very that is a very impressive feat to achieve because th- these are completely different aesthetics and they are doing it so well and they're like you know I don't think I mean okay for a except for a few tracks the quality has dropped but otherwise you know it's. Those, these are like solid albums. It's not like completely, oh, what a shit album, just discard it. Yeah, I think uh, the last time we got uh, we got such good albums back-to-back was uh, 2014 to 2016. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, I can't think of... Uh, I can't think of a more fitting... Well, okay, now... Yeah, I can, but not recently. So, I mean... You could mm. make the case that uh, the White Album followed by the followed by Pacific Daydream was uh, comparable, because mm. White White Album was objectively good, like OK Human is, and then Pacific Daydream was uh, uh, a bit more polarizing, just like Van Weezer is. So you yep. could make the case, but uh, I don't know. I, I 
yeah, I guess Ubate and White is a more superior pairing than OK Human and Van Weezer. Mm-hmm. I think most people could agree with that. I like, yeah, I, I don't know how I'll feel going forward, but at the moment, I would say it's a great pairing and it's it's a very impressive, uh, very good year for Weezer. 2021 is a very, it's a great year for Weezer fans. Uh, yep. I, I, I truly think we've been blessed with these mm-hmm. two albums. Moving on to the fourth one. Yes, uh, fourth one, which is the the final pre-release uh, single we got before the album came out. I need some of that, and uh, very aptly named. Uh, again, it continues with the eighties theme, very powerful, and it's alive. and And if if, if this sounds repetitive, well, it's going to stop soon because the first half of the album has, I think, the best run of uh, songs, and then after yeah. that, it starts to taper off. So, I mean, we're just getting to Blue Dream. Uh, I need some of that is very good uh, at the risk of sounding repetitive anthemic guitars and you know 80s aesthetics and all of that stuff the chorus is uh, again very feel good very mm-hmm. very yeah you know what do I say Van Halen uh, the, the shredding all over and you, I mean as, as Pandino says you know the chorus is like even if we grow uh, blow up we're never gonna grow up you know it's like mm. it's been said a hundred times over but it still doesn't miss the mark and yeah. uh, the the album knows where it's going i mean they know what they're going for with this song and they hit the mark with that one and uh, yep. it's just it's just great and uh, there's also a small audio clip at the end right there's a oh yeah, yeah yeah that's that's that would be that could devolve into a long conversation but basically it's i think i told you it was uh Mm-hmm. Uh, from a documentary of the recording of the Blue Album, where uh, Rivers is talking to Rick Okasek, uh, the uh, may he rest in peace, the uh, longtime friend and collaborator of the band. He produced a lot of their albums, uh, the frontman of the Cars, and yeah, it's a conversation between him and uh, Rivers. And then, the, uh, if you look at the actual documentary, there's a lot of recording of the Blue Album. So it's pre- it's a major old school. Uh, stuff mm-hmm. material. Um, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting uh, Easter egg, if you must. Yeah, Easter egg. Yep, that's true. That's that's a very appropriate uh, name for it. It's it's an Easter egg. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we we literally like did a whole episode just talk mostly just talking about this, and then I forgot to hit record uh, hit stop uh, recording, yeah, so we lost it. Remind me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, I love the 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 guitar lead of this like you know the one that the basically the intro the intro guitar lead it just hooks me and yeah, uh, yeah everything is just uphill it's, from there because there's sing-alongs in the chorus it's, it's yeah. just a feel-good track i mm-hmm. think very feel good agreed and um, so... yeah it caps <laughs> off it caps off the uh i mean now we're getting to oh god so beginning oh, of the end could have been a continuation of that amazing uh, run, yeah. but uh, I don't know what happened here. This is, I think, the most frustrating uh, thing about uh, Van. Yeah, Diesel and, I, and is... I remember, I remember, like we talked about it for a bit, and then you said uh, there's something like I, I. So I, I by then uh, it was like a, I, I gave the album very a very light listen, not even the all of the all of the songs. I think I heard till like beginning of the end, and then I, I didn't hear the rest. Um, but um, yeah, and I didn't know the difference back then. But then you told me that okay, just check it, check out the Wild Stallions <clears throat> edit. Yeah, and the check first out the, the first listen that we had, 
Mm-hmm. Just listen to that. And I don't know what happened there, what they did. They had such a good song. And yeah. it's like one day Rivers walks into the studio. I don't know if it's Rivers or, you know, uh, the producer on the album. I forget her name. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. first time they were you know, collaborating with her. And uh, she's done good work with them. But yeah. I don't know what happened here. They made such a good song. And then suddenly they're like, okay, you know what? Let's remove the best parts of it. And, uh, yeah, and replace because, it because the album garbage. is too long, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, the album uh, clocks in at thirty-one minutes. That's it's, it's uh, nice, short, and sweet, but uh, it wasn't worth. Uh, if if it's thirty-one minutes because you cut off uh, some beginning of the end, then it wasn't worth it because like the song is much worse for that. Uh, yeah, it and the, and there's literally like a police siren in the in the beginning right was it i in the don't edit? know what's happening there like they yeah. added some stuff there's before the final chorus there's this weird yeah oh my god they completely destroyed the is. bridge they, they, they destroyed the build up and like i'm listening and then suddenly it's like i'm like what what was that and why yeah. would you put that there it's it's, it's it's bad enough that you removed the best parts of the song you removed you know, the first chorus before the final chorus. Like in the final chorus, he repeats the chorus twice. But in the in the album cut, he just says it once. And because and is is the is the second one that he does in the original cut. So then, you know, where when someone does two choruses twice, the second chorus is more strained. You know, mm-hmm. right? So then, like they'll say the chorus in a bit of a different way, in a more they'll take it harder. Yeah, obviously, yeah, exactly. But now they've removed the first part, so now it just sounds like he just <laughs> take it like. It's not like he started at one and then he went to two. It's like he's gone to two immediately. And and it just sounds so forced. And they completely ruined the uh, spirit of the song. I don't, yeah, I mean, I am agreed. so pissed. I am. It was it's such a good song. It could have been the best song on the album. Exactly. And I yeah, loved what... it when it came out. I, I watched a video so many times. Now, every time I want to listen to <laughs> Beginning of the End, I'm going to have to go to the OST version. To yeah. listen to that song, the Wild Talents edit is better than the edit that they chose for themselves on the album. The, yeah. the thing is, like, yeah, it, it feels very short. It's three minute fifteen seconds, but it feels even shorter than that. Uh, but yeah, but it's and, so bad that it feels long. And I can't imagine that someone in the studio just went, "Oh, dude, the, this album is too long. Let's cut twelve seconds because the Wild Talents uh, edit is three minutes twenty seven seconds, and beginning of the end, like." The album version is I three minutes fifteen don't seconds. Know what happened why, why would you draw uh, such a good track? They could have flipped it. They could have put the shitty cut on the film's OST, and they could have put the good cut on their, uh, yeah. you know, album. I mean, the, the 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 film cut actually ends with this uh, lead-in to another track, and mm-hmm. you would think that that would be the, that would be an album cut, but instead. Like what? What's the lead in now? Where does the lead in go? I was like, when I first heard, I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna hear the lead in of the album. Nope, nope. The, this it's, track, it's this a... track just ends where it is, and that lead in, I don't know where it goes. It's it's an amazing solo <laughs> that I'll never know where it goes. Yeah. Why would you do this? Why would you give someone a taste of something and just take it away? That is take so. It and if it's personal. It's, yeah, it's such a bad decision, even in terms of like preservation. Like I don't know how long movie soundtracks get preserved, but at least Weezer's Van Weezer album, this will be preserved for a very, very long time. At least I think that it will be preserved for, you know, longer than the OST of uh, Someone Faces the Music. I can't remember the, the name. Bill and Ted. It's too yes, Bill and Ted Faces the Music, yeah. So, oh, uh, I mean, what if, what if, okay, hypothetical situation, what if 
they take the wild talents edit out like okay it's done the contract is over but obviously the album won't album's contract won't be over with any of these big streaming services so then we would have to go to youtube and then listen to that wow that's edit. truly sad and yeah i mean i mean a lot of times you find an ost and uh, you know some of the songs you can't they gray you can't like actually yeah. play them spotify doesn't just doesn't show you the song but apple yeah. music they'll show you the song and then you select it like this item can't be played and <laughs> i a part of me would die inside if i saw that happen to uh, yeah. the wild talents edit of beginning of the year because then it'll just oh, be course. lost to me if something isn't on uh, isn't on apple music or isn't on a platform that i listen to music then it's just lost to me because like i can't reliably go to youtube or soundcloud to fucking search for that shit so mm-hmm. it's it's lost to me if, if i can't do that i can't believe yeah. that could happen to beginning of the end that is so sad this could have been the best song on the album i'm going to say it again it's so infuriating why would you yeah. why would you shoot yourself in the foot like that i don't get it and honestly um so yeah i mean we can go on and on about beginning of the end but yeah if if they would just end the album here i would be okay with it because the rest of the album is like it's it's all downhill from here guys hey, don't don't talk shit about my boy one more hit uh, <laughs> oh no dude, and no. Uh, okay i mean the, the close is good too we'll get to that though let's yeah. let's get to that uh, mm-hmm. so yeah i mean beginning of the end terrible placement i mean after the yep. cut that uh, after the cut that they put on the album as it is it's just a terrible segue into blue dream uh mm-hmm. i don't know what a good segue into blue dream would be because this is kind of a this is a very odd song um mm-hmm. i wasn't a huge fan i didn't think it was so great and uh, i don't see anyone else uh, praising it either everyone's like you know it's underwhelming or it's i i don't know it's just it's just forgettable i guess because people don't even uh, recognize it enough to have an opinion on it it's just a throwaway uh, song on a 10 minute track list which tells you enough um yeah agreed but yeah the, the uh, artwork I is interesting very very vicey like i think the the font oh, especially yeah. that they use yeah it's they, they released art, artwork for each song with that uh, oh, okay. two minute uh, two minute medley of uh, snippets of each song on the album so you can see the artwork for each track uh, or if you just go to youtube and search blue dream so they release the audio oh, yep. for mm-hmm. each track right so you can you can see the artwork for blue dream and yeah i mean I I I thought it was a bit catchy so I listened to it again today before uh, we recorded because and this is one of the ones I didn't hear that much. It's mm-hmm. one of two songs that I didn't add. I mean, I somehow managed to add Beginning of the End for the second time. Uh just because I don't know someday I might be brain damaged and I, I might think, you know what? Uh this is the better better version. I'm going to listen to this one. But anyway, I didn't add Blue Dream and uh, I didn't add She Needs Me. Those are two ones like I didn't add. I don't know why mm-hmm. I added She Like into it. Maybe I'll remember. Uh, uh... but yeah. What do you think about Blue Dream? Uh Blue Dream yeah it's, so I literally so while you were talking I literally had to uh, play the song again to remember yeah, what it yeah, sounded like, like what was it about <laughs> it's it's it just has that identity to it it's like is that yeah. one you always forget what was yeah, that I one? added it What's in that? I added I still added it though uh, because of the the riffs in between because you know I'm a guitar freak a bit I, catchy it's like oh, yeah. Blue Dream but it's it's very yeah. mopey and It's very mopey, simpy, richer. I mean, rivers. You know, he's like, oh, you don't yep. want yeah, any yeah. kind of very yeah, Pinkerton esque, and without yeah. the old school, uh, just cutting edge charm of uh, Pinkerton. Without yeah, that, this is what you get. Uh, emo, nerdy, lyrics, ignored rivers. Ends, ends with like rivers saying, uh, "You don't want me four times," and it's like, oh, come it's, on, dude. 
it's cringe it's cringe yeah, when it really leans into that and like unironically i mean ironically is fun i mm-hmm. mean we're all visa yeah. fans here we can we can appreciate a good joke but when he unironically does it it's hard to uh, it's hard to not cringe yeah speaking of ironic jokes i mean next song is literally that and the fans seem to like it and um, i didn't uh, like it because Sheena can do it no one more hit sorry yeah what am i saying uh are you sure it's ironically who who says pump me up please daddy unironically no i said ironically yeah oh yeah yeah then yeah definitely uh uh this song is uh, it goes hard uh it starts out with these with these very crunchy yeah. licks yeah. and like we're leaning into some Meta- metallica over here yeah. less van yeah. halen more metallica 80s and uh, wow the verse is like one of my favorite weezer verses ever uh and oh, really? and That's yeah and no i mean the lyrics are terrible god awful who writes that yeah but, I mean, but that's definitely. that's the genius of rivers like he'll write something so cringe as uh, pump me up please daddy and he'll make it sound good and he, and you'll exactly. cringe you'll cringe at the lyrics but you'll actually sing along with him because it's so good i yeah, can't that... not sing along it was stuck in my head as soon as i heard it one more hit is so good it's it's one of my favorite uh, favorites on the album i can't believe yeah. i'm saying this i thought the end of the game was going to be my favorite and uh, then all of the good ones came and uh, then i need some of that came that was uh, that was like my new favorite and mm-hmm. now it's one more hit and it's it's like a three horse race for me uh, oh okay these these three are like very powerful very they go hard bangers bangers yeah i i definitely agree with the composition like i so because we were going to uh, review or you know talk about this album um, on this show and i so one more hit was uh, the one song that i couldn't you know i couldn't decide if i hate it or i love it you know like i hate the lyrics this so cringe <laughs> but, the, but the composition is so good you cannot ignore this song you absolutely can't ignore this song like and it's yeah yeah i i love the composition of they it. don't pull any punches on that song Yeah. They don't they don't pull any punches they go straight for the straight for the kill with this one. Yeah. It's so good. It's just 3 minutes. It's like 5 seconds or 3 minutes. It's, it's almost it's it's not short. <laughs> I couldn't call it short but it's just like the perfect length and it's just Yep. Yeah. I I I could go on and on. We only have 4 minutes for track. So let's get on to Sheila can do it. Uh yeah, I can't. I don't remember what this song sounds like. Sheila I can do. No it. Uh, no oh. no. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yep yep yep. That's cool. that's okay. the melody which made me add it. That's the only thing cuz I don't mm-hmm. like it otherwise I don't know. Yep. Uh that's the only thing. I was like okay, I I want to hear that again so I'll, I'll I'll add it just for that part. But then other than that it's a, it's not a very the song doesn't redeem itself. Uh yeah, not man. other than that. Not even worth talking about too much I think because she yeah. can do it i can what's he doing there i don't know uh he they have these songs visa have these songs where they just they just put a girl's name in the title and uh, <laughs> they start talking about i mean any friend of diane's uh mm-hmm. michael and carly sheila can do it of course uh there, there's like there's way more i mean these are just three off the top of my head mm-hmm. and i'm just just realizing this uh i i could go on but Suzanne yeah the beaker from uh, blue oh, that's yeah. it's, a, it's an obscure one but yeah Suzanne Jamie Jamie another another 
uh, B side from the from the blue era. Yeah, mm. there's there's a there's a lot of them. But yeah, let's just get on to oh, it's another forgettable track. This is the this is the second one I didn't add. She needs me. Why yep. is he talking so much? There's like there's like three of the songs. Well, actually four. Blue Dream is also about a girl. Uh, mm-hmm. It just doesn't say that in the title, but Sheila can do it. She needs me, precious metal girl. Like you can, you can see teenage emo reverse even today, and and he's a forty to fifty year old man. I mean, it was it was cute and endearing when like yeah. grunge was <laughs> grunge was around, and he was like age appropriate, uh, <laughs> but not anymore. Yep. Now it's it's weird. It's a forty. To, it's a middle aged man saying all these things. So yeah it yeah totally I, makes it more cringe. she needs me is like yeah again uh even fantino cr- criticized the song like what is going on here she needs me she needs me. Uh, it's bad it's bad it's it's under three minutes and it's bad thank god it's under three minutes because it's bad oh, thank god yeah like uh there was something in the lyrics which i really really hated like where is it she's she's mine all mine he's just saying that for like 15 20 seconds uh, oh god it's, it's... Um, Yikes! Yeah, I hated it. Yes, <laughs> <never>. <laughs> See, that's that's the thing. Like, it's so weird that the first half of the album is so good. It's a mixed bag, oh, is what it is. And, I, yeah, and and then I'm literally describing the other songs as cringe. I, <laughs> that's Weezer. So that's, weird. that's I think that's a perfect uh, description of Weezer. I mean, mm. uh, I I took some uh, screenshots of some comments. You know, I was when I was listening to the album, I was looking at what other people thought and. Yep. Uh, so the screenshots accurately describe it, you know. Uh, uh, one day Weezer is orchestra melancholy, and I'm just a bird with a broken wing. And the oh, next yeah. day it's Dad Rock, Sanjay, and Craig, and pump it into me, please, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that sums up 2021 Weezer perfectly. Perfectly, <laughs> agree. Yeah, I mean, oh, and oh yeah, then there were the jokes. Weezer, Weezer comments are always fun to read. Uh, especially on a Fantano video. So that's that's a double whammy because Fantano video comments, I mean, yeah, Fantano comment sections are always full of meme material and just hilarious in general. And then when you combine it with something as meme-worthy as Weezer, you get a whole new animal with a uh, world of possibilities. Ah, yes, the new Purple album. Uh, Weezer won't stop till they have made an album with every color under the sun. I'm just waiting to see, I'm just waiting to see what the cover will be for the brown album. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it's honestly we should have a bet. What's the what color are they gonna pick next? Pick next. Because, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they couldn't release a purple album. This is a purple album. Mm-hmm. They would never release a purple album. Yeah. So okay. they have black, they have white, they have red, they have green, they have blue. Obviously, uh, what else is left? It's like well, they 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 ran out of like album names, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I think yellow name. is the glaring one they could make. Oh they yeah, yellow. Definitely yeah. make. They could definitely mm-hmm. make a yellow album, but then uh, who knows how that'll turn out. Um, I mean, they they even went like uh, you know deeper into the color thing. Like they went teal. Like before, it was just mostly what primary was colors. That? It's like we like blue, but we already released the blue, so let's just yeah. use another shade of blue. Yeah, it's like they like blue and green, and then let's just release something in between. <laughs> yeah, That's I teal. I haven't come back to this one that much uh, since. I mean, for a year after it came out, I like, I like, I like the 80s era, but like they didn't do it justice. They gave it their own spin and there's some huge missteps, like half of it is uh, better off not, better off they didn't do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think? I think, 
I think uh, the only songs that I come back to listen is like Africa, Take on Me, and Everybody Africa Wants is, to Rule the World. Africa is an evergreen tune. I mean, we can't. Yeah. Africa, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. But I haven't, I haven't heard their version of it uh, uh, lately. And uh, what else? What else? The uh, ah, Mr. Blue Sky. I actually like their version of Mr. Blue Sky more than the original. Which, oh, is kind of, really? which is kind of blasphemous to say, but uh, the original is very playful, and this is more rocky, and I like I like the rocky version more. Rocky, but yeah. That's probably I'm biased because like Weezer is more personal to me than Toto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would classify myself more as a Weezer fan than a Toto fan. Although I mean, calling myself a Weezer fan is a huge insult to myself, uh, so mm-hmm. I should say that. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, coming back to I the. I think we're done with last... she needs me. Yeah, yeah, a final yeah, track that. again. Precious Metal Girl, which uh, I think this is the one that Fanta was complaining about. I conf- I confused it with She Needs Me. I mean, he didn't have high praise for She Needs Me either, but uh, mm-hmm. I think Precious Metal Metal Girl is the one where he's like, yeah, this is just uh, it's not endearing. So fans have been comparing it to Butterfly, uh, you know, the very f- from the closer on uh, Pinkerton, which uh, mm-hmm. it's iconic, I think, uh, and they're comparing it to that just because it's an acoustic number that closes out an album. Uh, yep. that's that that's probably where the similarities end. Uh, Butterfly is poignant and sad, and even even from, from an album like Pinkerton, it doesn't lean into the whole uh, emo thing too much. But uh, Precious Metal Girl is really like I need I need a goth, <laughs> I need yeah. a goth gamer uh, girl, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. And it doesn't yeah. it just sounds it's just, it's it's wrong. I mean, see the song sounds amazing. It's beautiful. It's melodic. Yeah. I actually like it's the song, melodic. but. Yep. But just that the material is, you know, I mean, with with Weezer, you just have to, you just have to take uh, what you can get from the composition because the lyrics could be very hit or miss. Composition See, wise, like, I usually find it hard to like uh, really complain about Weezer, but lyrically, the song really isn't doing it, doing the album any favors. It isn't doing them any favors. And, yep, uh, I agree. So with yeah. these songs like Precious Metal Girl and One More Hit, I've added them to my library and then removed. Them. And then added them, and then removed them because it's like yeah, that, that I listen to the composition. To I listen to the composition; it's so good. I listen to the lyrics, and I pay attention to the lyrics. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know, man. Not, not, you know, nothing. Oh, it's, uh, it's such, yeah, such a mess. Yeah, uh, like it's you. All, you always get a mixed bag with Pizza. I, I will, I will cry tears of joy if I ever get to listen to. Uh, actually, you know what? That's wrong of me to say because I haven't listened. I have listened to Okay Human, and that was uh, yeah. an objectively good album. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel very Weezer. I mean, sure, Weezer, it had yeah. the poppy thing, but like it was, it was Weezer being a bit experimental with orchestra and stuff. And uh, it's easy to forget that it's an experimental album because when you think Weezer and experimental, of course they've done a lot of experiments. But uh, Weezer and experimental, I can only think of the experimental album they released, the uh, Red Album in two thousand eight, which is again a very polarizing album. Oh, God, the B sides yeah. on that album get more praise than the album itself. And, oh yeah, uh, I haven't heard the B sides of that album too much. Yeah, King. Wait, no, actually, King is. Sure, it's King on. Did King make the cut? I can't remember. Uh, there's pig. There's a there's a song about a pig. There's a song about a spider. I don't know. They were doing an animals thing. I'm not sure, but uh, both of them were very good and uh, very poignant, very sad. Like they really make you feel for those animals. Like you hear the story, the biography mm-hmm. of uh, those animals. And yeah, the bread album. Wait, so some very they make you feel inside. bad in the B sides, and then there's literally a song called "Pork and Beans" in the main. Yeah, album. that was a, that, uh, that was Weezer. That was I think that's that's very Weezer. It's one of the most Weezer songs there is. Yeah, and 
Yeah, I also had the greatest man who ever lived, which is like Weezer's attempt to make a Bohemian Rhapsody esque song. Uh, it's a medley of like different styles, and for the longest time, I loved that song. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone back to the Red album. It was actually nah, deserves more listens. I, I need to go back. The closer was very good. Uh, the Angel and the One. Uh, but yeah, this is into discussion about the Red album. And uh, forty minutes are up. So if you want to say anything about Precious Metal Girl. Uh, Please do. Mm, I think no, I've already said enough. Like I've added it to my library, mm. then removed it, then added it, then removed it. Yeah. So, so yeah, my that's... vocal cords are strained just talking about. I, I think we've covered most of it with uh, this yep. one, and it's kind of sad because we don't have anything to look forward to now from Weezer. Cool. So that's our first ever album focused episode slash review. Oh, are wow. we? Are we? Are we giving it score? <laughs> scores? <laughs> So, uh, Fantero gave uh, this one a decent five, and I think Johnny RTV gave it like a three or a three point five. I think three point five. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't remember what he gave Okay Human, but uh, he probably gave it like a four or five. And uh, so, obviously, positive reviews for both of them from him. And uh, I can't believe we had a year with two Weezer releases, and their <laughs> a- and yep. and Fantero's average of those two is. Uh, 6.5. We nice. got two Weezer albums in a year. For the first got eight, and the second one got a got a decent five, which uh, I would translate to a 5.5. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's almost a seven, the average, which is shocking. Shocking, yeah, dude. Like, Very damn. shocking. And that too, like, from, from such an experienced year as Fantano, like, seven on average for two albums in a year is it's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, we got two Weezer albums, and yeah, they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. I mean, I th- I, I wouldn't call Van Weezer terrible. The harshest critics might, but yeah. So we made it um, through that. Yep. <laughs> so cool. Let's let's get to recommendations and close it out. Yeah. I I actually wanted to talk about Angels and Airwaves anyway. I would recommend Rebel Girl from uh, their <clears throat> upcoming album, which the fans have been waiting for so long. So Rebel Girl by Angels and Airwaves. Yeah, yeah they have they have been promising it forever. I mean, Tom Glow yeah. has been teasing it on his on his Instagram as like just around the corner, just around the corner. I'm like, okay, now, now it's gonna come. It's gonna get, it just it still hasn't. And I, I mean, I'm not holding my breath. And mm. I, I love Angels and Airways. I mean, not as much as you do. I haven't heard nearly as much of their stuff as you have. But uh, mm-hmm. I like a lot of their stuff. And uh, you know, uh, I I'm definitely interested. Uh, I'm invested. I want to see what they they're gonna do with the. Uh, uh, this upcoming uh, album, whatever it's going to be called, yeah, uh, remains to be seen. So, Rebel Girl, so this, right? Yeah, Rebel Girl, uh, from Angels and Airwaves. What's so, the yeah, name? I... Have they announced it? No, I don't think so. That's hmm. the thing. That's that's why fans are like so pissed. Like, we they so obviously. Uh, so Tom DeLonge has fans, which you know he'll he'll release like anything, and the fans would absolutely love it. Um, but uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> give us something, kind of thing. Yeah, give us something. You know, give us like. And he's not even giving out, giving out the name yet. And they, they've been teasing it. Like as you said, they've been teasing it for quite a while. A name, just a name, can mean so much. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe, maybe they're not sure themselves either. So it just says, yeah, upcoming sixth studio album. That's, that's it. And that's interesting. I, I love their whole sound. You know, it's like a space rock. Um, oh, I love space rock. Yeah, so... I mean, Angel and Airways is no surprise. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, 
yep. space now. Actually, I haven't heard anyone, any other band like Angels and Airwaves. So I don't know if if you well, know any other. Well, Thirty Seconds to Mars, their debut was Space Rock. Okay, yeah, yeah, Space Rock. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Any any other bands we know which are which have delved into Space Rock? Well, obviously Muse. Oh yeah, obviously Muse. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, and Black Holes and uh, yeah, exactly. They they cool. always explore concepts like that. Anyway, uh, my recommendation from an upcoming album uh, is uh, "Shy Away," which uh, we've been meaning to talk Ooh, about. We nice. did talk about it in the original visa discussion, which yep. uh, didn't get didn't get anywhere for some reason. I forget. Uh, mm, but I also me me yeah, me of course you do. Yeah. So <laughs> the album is called "Scaled and Icy." Interesting oh, nice. album cover. Um, looks a bit Dragon. Japanese. I don't know what they're going for in this one. Uh, they have released two songs of uh, Kale and Icy. Uh, 11 tracks. Uh, Tracklist is out. Length is not out yet. And yeah, so they've also released Choker, which is uh, more recent. I think came out like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has its moments. It's not my favorite. I don't love it. But it has its it, moments. Uh, it's a very... It's a very... Uh... I don't know. He it seems like he's crying about a lot of things in that song. Actually, at least they're doing something new. So I I like yeah. that they're playing yeah, around obviously. with the sound a bit. Like if I got another very twenty one pilots record, I, I like I I wouldn't know what to do with it because mm-hmm. the first two three ones like I'm not a huge fan. I mean it's it's very on brand. I mean that that was their brand that they created with those first few ones, and then yep. French was more uh, it was more accessible for me. And uh, I got into that one, so hopefully this is this is this continues to warp things a bit, and I'd like to mm-hmm. see what they do with it. But yeah, shy away, very catchy tune, uh, perfect choice for a lead single. Really yeah. hook the fans, get them listening, uh, make some new fans along the way. I, I want to see what they do with this one. Definitely check out yeah. shy away. Yeah, I've already heard it and I love it. So mm-hmm. really good recommendation. Yep. Cool. So with that. We'll say thanks and yep. see you let's week. wrap up and we'll see what we're going to talk about next week. Wait, are we are we are we going to talk about why we took a hiatus? <laughs> no, that's the that's the best part of uh, having such a small podcast. People didn't even notice. <laughs> nice. We can we can just take an off and no one's going to care. <laughs> that's the best yeah, that's part. That's cool. Um... All right. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>